Hello and welcome to episode 39 of Nerd of Paradise. I'm your host Kate and this episode is all about Tucson Comic Con 2019. So I had the privilege once again to attend Tucson Comic Con. I went a few years back. I believe I've even done a show on it. So it, it was nice to be able to come back again. So I thought I would just tell you a little bit about my experience and then play you some of the interesting interviews that I got that weekend. So I don't have any numbers or anything, but of course, uh, Tucson Comic Con is not as large scale as like say Phoenix Comic Con or like obviously Celebration or like San Diego Comic Con. So it's a pretty small scale, which has its pros and cons. Um, a big pro is that, you know, there's less people, so you can get more up close and personal with people. I guess a con of it, con of the con, would be, you know, there's maybe not that name recognition with some of the guests and things like that, or as many guests as, you know, I, I would have loved to see more Star Wars guests personally, so hopefully in the future. We did get the awesome Paul Blake, who played Greedo, and he was a very nice man. I would have loved an interview with him too, but it was not in the cards. But his panel was awesome, and he just seems like a super fun and nice guy. Things I liked about the con, uh, this year it was sponsored, at least in part, I think, by Goodwill. So there was a Goodwill booth, which had just like a treasure trove of geeky stuff with pretty reasonable prices depending on what you wanted. I kept going back to that booth. It was fun just to look around and dig through all the treasures. <laughs> Another awesome aspect of this con was Wild Bill's Soda. So this is something that has been popping up at the cons here in the last couple years. So if you're a con goer, I definitely recommend getting one of the mugs because chances are you're going to find another event that has Wild Bill Soda and then you can spend $5 like for all day and just get free refills all day, which is an excellent deal. They also had a weekend long pass here, so that was really nice. Another cool thing was all the food trucks. There just was a whole big line of food trucks, so no matter what you were wanting to eat, there was a pretty good chance they had it. I had a really good Puerto Rican platter so that was delicious. As far as the cosplay, there was some pretty cool cosplay at this con. Uh, I saw everything from Jurassic World, Star Wars, um, Star Trek, Marvel, Stranger Things. Um, I'll have to post a gallery on nerdaparadise.net. So check over there and, and see what kind of awesome stuff I saw. So, of course, the sales room floor was fun as always. There was tons of artsy stuff you could buy, whether it's like actual art pieces or little crafty things. It's just fun to look around and I wish I would have had more money, but alas, I'm saving up to go to Batu, aka Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> and then, of course, you know, there was lots of really nice people there, so I was able to talk with several people, so I think I'll go ahead and play those interviews for you. 
How's it going? Going great. How you doing? Good. So we're here to talk roller derby. Yeah. Are you with a certain group or anything? Yeah. Uh, my name is Nerdy Little Secret. I'm with Tucson <laughs> Roller Derby. I skied on the Bandoleras, and I've been part of the league for two years now. Awesome! So, what can you tell me about roller derby? So, roller derby—it's basically like a race on skates, but full contact. You have one skater on a team who scores points by skating past the other players on the other team, and you can do that by hitting them, running into them, skating around them. It's a lot of action. It's a lot of fun. Uh, we have a blast doing it. <laughs> Is it painful? No, it's really not. I mean, we do have people with injuries, but um, we teach everybody how to skate safely before they're allowed to run into anybody. Uh, we have full padding. You know, you have a helmet, elbow, knee pads, uh, mouth guard. We learn how to fall and take hits safely. Uh, we don't want anybody getting out of commission with a broken ankle or a concussion or anything like that. So the names are always so interesting. How do you guys come up with the names? A lot of us like to link it to our work. So I'm a, I'm a professional statistician, oh. and I started brainstorming names and putting them in a spreadsheet, and somebody <laughs> said, oh, you're such a nerd, and then I was nerdy little secret. Uh, we have a skater who's an attorney. Her name is Sandra Day O'Clobber. <laughs> we have uh, a librarian. Her name is Dewey Decimatrix. Nice. We, we love to make funny puns, and it's something that's a little bit fierce, because uh, when you're on the track, you want somebody to scream, hey, murder! You know, it gives you that little like, extra edge against your opponents. Very cool. So you got a handy little sign over here. What's your derby name? Yeah, so you so, can pick the first letter of your name, pick know, a fandom, the month you were born, and come up the name. So, right? I like, I'm really into Star Wars, so okay. like, according to this, I would be... Imperial Destroyer. Oh, that's a good one. Yes. <laughs> that is, yeah. That, that's something I would want to yell on the track. I also like Doctor Who. So how about Weeping Destroyer? Ooh. Yes. Like like your, your uh, don't don't blink because you might come and get hit off the track. and Very good. Perfect. Awesome. So where can people go to find out more about roller derby? Yeah, TucsonRollerDerby.com. We're in the off season right now. But we'll be starting games up. We have our first home game January 25th. Doubleheader, the Bandoleras versus Casa Grande's uh, Big House Bombers. And then the second game is Vice Squad versus the Furious Truck Stop Waitresses. Very cool. It's going to be a blast. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thanks for chatting. Thanks so much. All right. So I'm over at the Be Kind booth. So I want to talk about the Ben's Bells project. Yeah. Well, really everything. But can you just... Maybe start off by telling me about what, the, obviously it's in the name, but <laughs> give us a little history maybe of Be Kind. Yeah, so Ben's Bells is a local nonprofit. We've been here for about 15 years, and basically it started with her founder. Her son passed away, and through her grief, she realized that the small acts of kindness people were providing her um, were having a really major impact on her and her family's life, and so... On the one-year anniversary, they got together and they hung about um, four-ish, I believe, uh, of the big Ben's Bells uh, all over Tucson just as a way to say thank you. And it really kind of exploded and grew from there. So what it is now is it's a community art program. So all of our handmade stuff is all volunteer-made, assembled. By the time it gets to our shop, um, about 12, 10 to 12 people have touched it in some way. Um, And then we also have free programming in schools uh, all over the nation, basically, that uh, help teach intentional kindness. So it's really just about practicing intentional kindness in your everyday life. Yeah. I just recently moved to Tucson. Oh, I found one of them. Oh, did you really? What is this? Wow. Yeah. That's really great because there's a lot of people that live here and have never found it. So that's amazing. I know. (laughs) So I kept meaning to, like, 
like stop by and check it out. Yeah. yeah. So I'm glad I found you. Yeah. So it's just sort of um, all of our kindness tools that we have here. It's just a physical reminder to practice kindness in your life. Um, and then there's kindness tools that you can help other people as well sort of be aware of kindness as That's well. Awesome. Yeah. Definitely need more of that, don't we? We do. We do. Yep. <laughs> so we're just cool. doing our small part to, That's you know, awesome. to spread the message. So, so like... Do people usually post it when they find it online? You can, yeah. We um, on our website, you can actually submit your story, oh, um, so that other people can. That. Yeah, you should, um, yeah. so that other people can kind of see, cool. you know, uh, be aware of it. And basically, what that is is that when you go and you find one, you can either keep it or you can give it to somebody else. Mm-hmm. But we like you to keep it. Um, yeah. And it's, I mean, they're it's really lucky that you found one because <laughs> a lot of people. It was really funny. Yeah. Like, I just saw it, like, hanging, and I was like, what is that? Yeah, you're like, I'm like, I went over and looked at it, and then I was like, oh, that's cool. So I started, like, undoing it, you know? Yeah. My mom's like, what are you doing? It's like, it says right here. It says you can take it. Yeah. I was like, read the thing. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, good for you. I've never found one. So I get to hang them, but I never found one. (laughs) So where's, like, the farthest you think that one's been found? Oh, um, that's a great question. We have people that come in and buy them to take all over the world so people have found them in mexico and france and italy so and cool. japan so probably japan i don't know nice. it's very very awesome. far though they make them all over maybe i'll have so. to save mine for the next time i do like an overseas trip or something that would be amazing yeah be really and cool. the kindness coins the little ones oh, cool. tend to travel a little bit further than the big fin spells okay um because those you can just purchase they're a dollar each yeah. and you can just pass them out when somebody does That's something cool. kind for you so a lot of people That's come awesome. in and buy a lot of those so yeah very cool so, um, I can't remember if you mentioned or not, but what yeah. is the actual website people can go to? Uh, so it's bensbells.org. Okay. Um, and then we also have a shop that you can shop at as well. All the proceeds go back into the organization to help fund and keep the programming free. Awesome. Um, for kids and schools. And so that one is uh, shop at bensbells.org. Okay. Or shop.bensbells.org. Awesome. Are you guys yeah. on social media? Yeah, we're on that. Instagram, we're on Facebook, all that good stuff. Okay. All right, so we're here at Always Be Thor, and we got Thor himself here. How's it going? Not very good. Awesome. Do you want to tell us about um, the history of Always Be Thor? Yep, Always Be Thor is a brand that he started a few years back, and it's there's a hero in all of us. It's up to us to bring him out. And any act, small, small or large act of random kindness, it goes a long ways, and it just makes the world a better place. And your actual name is Thor, right? We yes. legally changed it to Thor, yeah. That's cool. And he's Thor the... Asgard. Thor Asgard. He's the first ever Down Syndrome character in a comic book. Awesome. In a comic called Rad God by Grunt1B Comics. That's so cool. Um, and he just signs autographs, and so we sell t-shirts and hats That's to promote his brand. Very cool. What did you think of Avengers Endgame? Did you like how it ended? Um, it's pretty good. Of uh, Thor always fights Thanos, and uh, in the video war, Thor says, "Bring me Thanos, but we uh, come for the head." Of uh, Thor used Stormbreaker. He chopped off head again, and next part in a movie, Thor forgot to fight that one. And that was now win. And our man used that whole bunch of stones to defeat Thanos. Yeah, that's amazing. So, do you think Thor is gonna um, 
be joining up with the Guardians of the Galaxy? Uh, yes. Thor is coming in Thor, Love and Thunder. Nice. With Stormbreaker. Very cool. And Jane Foster is Mjolnir, right? Jane Foster is have Thunderstrike. Thunderstrike, yeah. That's going to be so cool. Very awesome. Where can people go to find out more about Always Be Thor? Alwaysbethor.com. All right. But easy enough. That's right. All right. Very cool. Well, thanks for talking. Thank you. Okay, so we're at the Tucson Steampunk Society booth, and it's the last day at uh, Tucson Comic Con. How's it going? It's going great. It's kind of a busy Sunday. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about Tucson Steampunk Society. Uh, Tucson Steampunk Society was um, founded in 2012, uh, shortly after the first Wild West Steampunk Convention. And it's just kind of a group of people, and it's grown from uh, six people to we have about 60 members right now. Um, We do different types of events. Usually we put on one or two large events. We do various uh, charity, and we also have like uh, maker classes and various things like that throughout the year. So, um, this is a, like a nerd topic uh, podcast, so most people probably know what steampunk is, but in case there's someone out there who doesn't know what it is, can you kind of give us a description? Well, every one of us has a little bit different description. Um, I always like to say it's uh, kind of if the Industrial Revolution happened 50 years before and was all steam uh, related. Um, it falls under like with Jules Verne, 10,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Um, it's kind of a mashup of Victoriana and just kind of like um, gears and different variations. Um, Everyone's very heavy into costuming and um, uh, props. A lot of prop making. (laughs) Where does the name Steampunk come from? Oh, there's a lot of different, there's a lot of different um, uh, variations of where it came from. Uh, Most people attribute it to that it was kind of, uh, they were trying to figure out how they could incorporate it, so then one person said it was steam, and it was kind of like that punk rock uh, against the grain movement, so they kind of blended the two together and created it into steampunk. That's cool. Yeah. Very cool. So, like, I've never been to the Wild West. What is it called, the Wild West? Uh, Wild Wild West Con, yeah. Um, But, like, so, like, if someone, like, who's never done, like, a steampunk costume or anything, what would you recommend, like, as a starting point? Hit the thrift shops. Um, A lot of, um, I do costuming for my family of five. Most of my stuff comes from thrift store finds. Um, What I'll do is uh, maybe I'll go online and look at a couple steampunk pictures and then I'll go to the thrift store with that in mind and then find things. Um, especially works like um, like 1980s, like a lot of the shirts in the 80s are very, had that throwback to Victoriana. You can do that. you get, you know, just a lot of belts, hats. It just depends just on... like leather's really big. A lot of leather, yeah. but it, we don't necessarily have to use... Um, you can use vegan leather. Yeah. A lot of folks use vegan leather. Um, and it's just a matter of just finding out your character and who you want to be and going from there. That's fun. Yeah. So, like, how does that process go? Like, um, usually about once or twice a year, we'll do, like, character classes to help people develop their character. Um, a lot of folks just kind of go online. Um, they research... You know, there's different, you know, do I want to be an airship pirate? Do I want to be, like, a philosopher? Um, We have some folks who are mad inventors. I think it's just kind of finding what speaks to you as a character. And it definitely has more of a... There's less restrictions on steampunk, um, whereas if you're cosplaying an actual character that has a canon, there's not really so much canon with steampunk, so you really can just do whatever you like, you know? Yeah, if you want to be, you know, a blue-stocking mad professor, you can do that, or (laughs) an airship pirate, you know? Very awesome. So, yeah. So, I've noticed, like, steampunk is just, especially in, like, recent years, it's 
really come into like mainstream. It has. Like I was watching. Do you watch Disenchantment? Yes. I was like, what? That's like so unexpected. <laughs> exactly. Um, it, it's kind of surprising for us because um, steampunk definitely hit a lull right in uh, 2011, 2012 was kind of when it just came in, and we kind of hit a lull. And now we're noticing very subtly. You're seeing it like Disenchantment. Um, Mortal Engines is actually a, a steampunk esque. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, you're seeing it come up in a lot of mainstream, and so we're kind of excited about that because it's getting this resurgence. Cool. Very <laughs> awesome. All right, so where can people go to find out more about steampunk? For Tucson, we have the Tucson Steampunk Society. It's on Facebook. Just look us up, and we're there. Um, we also have a Tinkerers page, which is more geared towards folks who are having questions about prop making or costuming. Um, and we, like I said, we usually have one or two events um, throughout the year, so we could definitely pop in there. Okay. Newcomers are always welcome. Awesome. Well, thanks for chatting. Thanks. <laughs> All right, so now we're at the Caterpillar booth. Um, you guys want to tell me a little bit about what you got going on here? So we're the 1828 Boxer Bots, and we're a FRC team, which is FIRST Robotics Program out of the Vail School District and we have been around since 2005 so that um, and we prepare for the next season and whatnot and basically we have three of our robots out that were all used in past competitions. Awesome. So. Cool. So what what goes into like the engineering and all that of so so basically what what we first what first happens is we get our competition and what it's about and then we first design it and we're like working on that for a a really low amount of time and then we start building it and we get our metal from caterpillar and industrial metal supply and then we go into the electrical part and programmers start to program it but we're each on a different sub team with a different specialty and we only have six weeks to build our robots and have it ready it's crazy so like that one over there is like throwing a ball or something yeah so that's our robot kurgan he is meant to look like a tank so that he can um get through different obstacles and then throw the ball that's cool so like what are some of the other ones like specialties so uh, this is Laika. She is used to put a yellow hatch panel onto these rockets for her competition and then throw a cargo ball into baskets for her competition deep space. That's so cool. Thank you. <laughs> How about that one? So that one's Sir, Lif- Sir Lifts a lot and he is meant to basically put recycling cans on top of each other for his competition that's super cool thank you so how do they get their names uh so we kind of just think of a random name (laughs) i don't really know because this is my first year on the team okay but i'm i'm thinking they name it to where it's common sense but it's also really funny and it's something special about the team so that's awesome so is there uh anywhere people can go to find out more uh, yeah, so you guys can search up anything about FIRST Robotics, okay. FRC specifically, and then if you want to find us, just search us at 1828boxerbots.org. Awesome. Something about FIRST, I'm first on Emily Tyson's website, first, firstinspires.org. Alright, well thanks for chatting guys. No problem. Alright, so big thanks to everyone that talked to me at Tucson Comic Con. If you want to learn more, Check out the websites or social media that they mentioned, and I'll put links in the show notes, so it'll make it nice and easy for you. Uh, for Nerd of Paradise. 
stick with us because I am heading to Disneyland and maybe I'll give you guys a little update on my trip to Batu. Um, after that, sky's the limit. I don't have any definite plans right now. I'm hoping there'll be another Ace Comic Con in Phoenix next, early next year. So stay tuned for that. I would love to go to that again if, if it's there. And then Phoenix Fan Fusion, which is further down the road, but that would be fun as well. But yeah, I'll be keeping an eye open for nerdy and interesting topics that I might want to investigate a little more. So in the meantime, be sure to go back to nerdaparadise.net. Check out our back catalogs. There's some really fun episodes there. And you can always say hi on social media. Twitter's probably the most used one. That's at NFPpod. I think you can also just look up Nerd of Paradise on Instagram and probably Facebook too. <laughs> Although I don't really use it that much. So until we meet again, stay nerdy.